Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. The title of today's message is Five Keys for Financial Breakthrough. Steve Backlin here, thrilled to be with you on another podcast. This is the third part in a series that I've been doing on finances leading up to our March 15th masterclass. We'll be doing two times on March 15th, one at 9 a.m., Pacific Time, one at 5 p.m. Pacific Time with Jim Baker, with Wealth with God, who wrote the book, When Heaven Invades Your Finances. Great financial resource for the kingdom. We'll be doing those master classes then. If you're not signed up for that and you'd like to be a part of that, you can go to info at ignitinghope.com and say you're a part. If you're receiving, or say you want to be a part, if you're receiving our email newsletter, you've already received info on that. Hey, before I get into today's teaching, which I'm really fired up about, I just want to make you aware of something you can help us with, but also to inform you that there have been some fake Instagram, Igniting Hope Instagram accounts, fake Igniting Hope Facebook accounts, asking for money on for various things. Those are not from us. Those are fake. If you want to report those, we'd appreciate that. We're not going to ask for money in that way. So, yeah, it's not us. Tell your friends, too, if, if anybody else is following us. And let's get into today's content. Five keys for financial breakthrough. And a couple weeks ago, we talked about overcoming the poverty spirit, the poverty mindset. Last week, I was really thrilled to be able to talk about finances, a proper attitudes, proper habits related to finances, the kindergarten of true spiritual riches. We unpacked Luke chapter 16, verse 11, where it says, if, you, if we've been unfaithful and unrighteous mammon, who will trust to us true spiritual riches? And I gave... Uh, in that podcast, seven things that are going to get upgraded as we focus on improving our mindsets and habits concerning finances. That was a good one. But today, I'm going to give you five keys for financial breakthrough. I'm going to talk about identity, integrity, influence, industriousness, <laughs> and inventions. And you can tell they all start with I. I'm kind of kind of happy about that and to do that. And all right, so first of all, I believe totally God wants you, wants me to be blessed financially. So we look at Deuteronomy 28 and we look at what a curse is, what a blessing is, what's going to be the fruit of a curse, what's going to be a fruit of a, a blessing, the fruit of a curse, one of them is poverty, lack. The fruit of blessing is, is abundance. Jesus in Matthew 28 said, go into all the world. 
and make disciples of nations. And we can't influence the world if we're in lack. If we're in lack in energy, health, protection, ideas, power, finances, possessions, if we're in lack, if we're in lack in in good relationships, we're not going to be able to fulfill the Great Commission. That was one of the biggest revelations I got. Aha! And obviously, if our vision is not to change the world, we don't have many needs. If If our vision is just to be able to pay the bills every month, maybe have a little bit extra, that doesn't require a lot of resources, doesn't require abundance. But if our vision is to change the world, then that very vision is going to attract to us abundance. In Matt, excuse me, in John 10.10, Jesus says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give you life and that life more abundantly. And so just understanding the being convinced that the Lord wants us to walk in abundance is obviously going to be a major key because if we're double-minded in that, if we have doubt in that, then that doubt is going to work against us. So these keys are areas as we build on what I just shared that will help attract the abundance that I believe Jesus won on the cross for. So first is the key of identity. The key of identity. Now, we cannot consistently do what we don't believe we are. The most important question in all of life is who we say Jesus is. The second most important question is who we say we are. If we have bad identity beliefs, we're going to attract a lack. We're going to attract a lack of victory. Certainly, we look at the story of the 12 spies in Numbers 13. Ten of them came back with a negative report to Moses, and they said this, we are like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight, the giant sights. And so if we do not have healthy beliefs that were significant, that were important, that were loved, that were worthy to be blessed, then those negative identity beliefs are going to work against financial breakthrough. We're only able to receive what we believe we're worth. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So soul prosperity precedes outer prosperity. And one of the fruits of soul prosperity is healthy identity beliefs. I'm loved. I'm powerful. I have a sound mind. I'm significant. I'm important. And I remember just as my own journey in in getting increasing financial breakthrough, remember during seasons of pastoring and of talking about, and I shared last week, of the importance of equipping the saints, equipping our people, those that we influence to be successful financially. And as I got that revelation and 
saw some of the areas where I wasn't successful. I remember the Lord using the power of declarations and talking about, I am a a person of abundance. I'm a person of prosperity. I'm a person who's blessed and am a blessing to others. I don't just have miracles in my life. I bring miracles to others. I My resources create miracles for others. I create jobs for people. I remember starting to say those kind of things. I remember hearing a, a devotional once about the four rivers in the Garden of Eden and the person who was sharing the devotion had the the revelation that they were to believe for four streams of income in their own lives. And I began declaring, I had, I'm a man who has four streams of income. And this was when I only had one stream. And the Lord's always going to have us declaring things higher than what we're experiencing now. And so I, it wasn't, it took a few years, but I began to have four streams of income in this Worthiness to be blessed, and, and this may seem like a side uh, note on this, but I believe it's central because when we believe we're worthy to be blessed, then we start speaking out promises of God over our lives. We speak out Philippians four nineteen, and my God shall supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory. And and what I've done is I, I remember it was in the 2000s that I felt impressed of the Lord to start declaring that my monthly income, whatever my monthly income was in, I times it by three and I said my monthly income doesn't go below that amount. And I believe what we declare out of a healthy identity and where it's for noble purposes that that is a key for seeing the breakthrough. And I just saw increasing financial blessing out of that. So the, the second key is the key of integrity. It says in Proverbs 25, 14, a person who promises a gift but does not give it is like clouds and wind that bring no rain. I mean, that may sound like it's talking about spiritual gifts, but I believe that it's also in line with integrity. If we're telling people we're going to do something and we don't follow through on what we're going to do, that is like uh, a, a promise of something good happening, and then the result is a negative. It's like a, a, a clouds and wind that bring no rain. Integrity is key. I, honesty is, is vital. If we're dishonest with money, if we are saying we're going to pay somebody back and we, we don't do that or we're not communicating, we have no plan on that. If we're, again, not honest in, in what we're doing with our finances, then that's going to work against financial breakthrough. We can't be consistently violating God's spiritual laws and expect to have blessing. The book of Proverbs is so powerful, and I love it that there's 31 Proverbs. A proverb a day is really such a, a helpful thing to keep us 
in a life of integrity where people can trust us, where our word is our word. If we go into debt and we we borrow, that paying that back and having a heart to pay it back, you know, once we make a decision, we're going to pay those things back. I believe all of heaven gets behind that. And so the key of integrity is something that cannot be overlooked in the five keys of financial breakthrough. The key of influence is the third one. Five keys for financial breakthrough. The key of influence that we are purposing to use our influence for the glory of God. When we dedicate our finances, when we dedicate financial increase to the Lord and where we're committed as he blesses us, we're going to be a blessing to the kingdom. We're going to be a blessing to the poor. We're going to seek to help people with that blessing. It's part of Matthew 6.33 where it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. The key of influence. I'm going to use my financial increase for positive influence. Lord, I dedicate that to you now. I love David, <laughs> and he said this in 1 Samuel 17, 46, and he's talking to Goliath, and this day I will give the carcasses uh, of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. Now listen to this, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, that all the earth may know there's a God in Israel. Why do we want more money? So that all the earth may know that there is God, that he is real. And we, so we reaffirm that. The fourth key is the key of industriousness. <laughs> That's quite a, quite a word. Industriousness. Listen to Proverbs 14, 23. In all labor, there is profit, but idle chatter leads only to poverty. Proverbs 13, verse 4 says this, The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. The key of industriousness. It's, um, I believe those who work hard are going to be blessed. And obviously we need to avoid being an, al an alcoholic. Well, we need to avoid that. To be a workaholic to where we're not trusting the Lord, to where we're not taking care of our bodies and, and, and all of that. But laziness is not going to create financial breakthrough. And learning how to work hard, learning how to do things when we don't feel like it, and, and you've probably heard me share this, but I'll say it again. The difference between successful people and non-successful people is that, first of all, we realize that 
both successful and non-successful people don't feel like doing things, but successful people find out a way to do what they don't feel like doing. I've written 17, 18 books, and we have courses. I travel. I, I, I do a lot. And, and I'm not saying that to boast, but I'm saying that, that I, I know that these things didn't just emerge out of osmosis. They emerged out of a plan. They emerged out of building a muscle of diligence of industriousness, and they have blessed me financially. And that's not the prime reason that I've done those things or do what I do, but it's a fruit. It's a fruit. And so it's the key uh, of industriousness. And number five is the key of inventions. I like this one. Proverbs 18, excuse me, Proverbs 8, 12. King James Version, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. <laughs> now, an invention is a unique or novel device, method, composition, idea, or process. An invention is a unique or novel device, method, composition, idea, or process. And it's, uh, it goes on with this. Someone said once, you don't need more money, you need a new idea. It's in the new ideas. The, in the 1890s, there was a man who worked in the patent office and he, was, he said, hey, we should shut this patent office down because I don't believe there's going to be any more inventions. <laughs> Listen, the greatest inventions are still ahead. The greatest money-making ideas have yet to be thought. And so as we open ourselves up and as we realize we in the kingdom, we have access to supernatural wisdom. You look at Solomon in the Old Testament. He said, God, you know, I, uh, God says, ask of me one thing. He says, man, I don't know how to go in and out. And I am needing wisdom. And God says, basically, because you ask for wisdom, I'm going to give you everything else. You're going to have so much abundance. It's going to be amazing. And so as we find the wisdom of God, as we find these inventive ways of doing things, or literally new inventions, they become revenue, financial sources for us. I know in the way I write, the way I speak, I, I, I believe I've come up with some inventive ways to do that. And they've blessed me. And they're going to continue to bless me. You! are one idea away from a tipping point. And so those five keys for financial breakthrough, the key of identity, the key of integrity, the key of influence, the key of industriousness, and the key of inventions. Could have even had another I, the key of investing, and that's a great key as well. So this is five keys that I believe 
are going to bring and will bring increased financial breakthrough to you. And I pray for financial breakthrough over you. People struggle. I mean, it's one of the biggest struggles people have is stress. And so this emphasis of what we're doing with Jim Baker, hope, hopefully you can be a part of one of our master classes. We'll be recording them as well if you can't be on there live and just thank you so much. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. And we are here to ignite your hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I and we have the power to help make it so. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something is changing, somebody has hope. Somebody believes they can make a difference, and they can be a part of making the future better, and they believe the future is going to be better than the present right now. I believe our hope level determines our influence level, and he who is the most hope has the most influence. And I believe increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies, and decreasing hope in in general or in a specific area of life is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need strength at the end of the battle. You need strength in the middle of the battle. You know, for pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Well, you know what I found? I found it very rare to find a day where everything is convenient to walk in radical joy. Now, joy is a choice. Joy is a, as we make it a priority, we'll find out as we pursue joy and go to the headwaters of joy, it's going to grow us up. We stir up joy through thanksgiving, focusing more on what we have than don't have, more on what is happening than rather than what we think is not happening. We, we stir up joy by delighting in the Lord, Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. The delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires, with disappointments, with outcomes that he or she wants to see happen that haven't happened yet, but he or she is delighting. Woo-hoo, Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about this. I can't wait to see how you're going to bring breakthrough in that. I can't wait to see how you're going to lead me with wisdom in this. The delighter is focused on joy, and joy is the childlike wonder and excitement of working with God instead of working for God. I just bless you right now with the joy of the Lord. And by the way, just even as I pray for you, I'm hearing a couple things prophetically over my listeners today. I'm hearing that there's going to be surprising breakthrough in the educational realms that you're connected with. I'm hearing that there's a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit blowing on youth and children in homes and children and youth ministries campus clubs. I'm hearing that university sports teams, there's a revival spirit that's happening there. I'm hearing that somebody within the sound of my voice is having a key for bringing racial 
reconciliation to a deeper level in your nation. Hey, before we close, we've been doing this for a long time. I've been asking you to pray five seconds for Igniting Hope Ministries. And one of the things you can pray about, by the way, why I do it for five seconds is because I'm teaching and modeling how attaching faith to five seconds of prayer is more powerful than 30 minutes of prayer without attaching faith. And by the way, one of the things you can pray for is our Abounding Hope and Joy Conference that is here in Redding, California, April 28th and 29th. We would love to have you come. The Igniting Hope podcast family, we hope to see some of you come to Redding. You can go to ignitinghopeacademy.com to find out more information or to purchase tickets on that. And that might be just a powerful time for you to come and experience the culture here in Redding. Bethel Church is here, which we're a part of. April 28th, 29th. That's something you can pray for in the five seconds. You can pray for those in our Negativity Fast Positivity Feast that's happening right now. Or just for Wendy and I and our staff and our team this year. Love prayer. So whatever it is, just take five seconds right now and pray for some aspect of igniting hope. Thank you. Amen, amen. Thank you so much. We appreciate you listening. God bless you in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.